All right. We are back. My guy, what does it do, sir? Yo, it do a lot, bro. It's out here eating. You know what I'm saying? Eating good. Trying to enjoy this this uh this unnatural December weather. Feel like I'm in the south right now. Yeah. That's exactly what it feels like. Southern weather. Yeah. It's like some uh Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama. All that good stuff. Man, yeah. I take it though, you know, rather than that than rather that than that, that that 20, 30 degree temperature. You know what I mean? I don't I do not miss those. I know they're coming. I know they're on their way. But yes, for now, I ain't in a rush for it. <laughs> no, sir. Not by a long shot. Not by any uh, stretch of the imagination. I am enjoying this. It's 40 here right now. I think 45, between 40 and 45. Yeah. I think we're probably about a couple degrees up from that. But I kind of had to, like, uh, put it in context. I was talking to somebody at work, and we were saying how, like, um, we haven't really had a true December in some years. Like, all the cold weather usually start really rolling in January anyway. So, um, yeah, but that December is a is a marker, right? It, it lets you know, like it, it, we on your ass, and we. Oh yeah, definitely. It's introductory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what no, November will be the whipping rain, cold whipping rain, ice cold whipping rain, and then December comes with the snow and uh, and, and the uh, gloomy temperatures and that slushy snow and everything like that. Then January just starts to unfold. You know that twenty year old, twenty years ago, it would unfold that snow that you had to jump off um, a building to land through. You know what I mean? All right, real shit. You know, and then February hit. That's when it, when that shit start like chipping chunks off your skin when it hit you and shit. Yeah. Shit. Oh yeah. Gotta right. walk backwards through all that shit. Yeah. Be feeling like you're getting getting blazed out there. You know, especially out there in Chicago. On Man. The late part. I'm saying bless all the, you know, saying the homeless people out there who got to live under Wacker and shit because it get rough. It gets super rough. They have a, I don't know if they still have them, but at one point they had, they had tented areas where all of them would get together on lower, lower Wacker. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they would be down there and they would be down there living, you know, in this little tented, like, in like these little cutoff points and they would all be huddled up with their their tents and everything. It's It's crazy. You know, one thing I learned about people that live down there, not all of them, um, are homeless because of disaster striking. Some of them are homeless because they want to be there. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I kind of learned that in most cases, in a lot of cases, that is how that shit goes, man. Like a lot of people will prefer the transient lifestyle over like being, you know what I'm saying, being in the hustle and bustle and trying to maintain a, a lifestyle like that yeah, on the grid. Like they, they prefer to be, just be out the way, you know? Yeah. And that's not to say that they're, you know what I'm saying? You got, you know, so you still got the homeless veterans who probably would prefer not to be under the, you know what I'm saying? Under an underpass or some shit like that, or living amongst the, uh, you know what I'm saying? The transient, but there, there's just a segment of them that would prefer to live that life. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how that works, man. Um, no, I, I shouldn't say it's, it's it's crazy. It's unfamiliar, right? Because we all think that getting a job, getting a degree, uh, being involved in a hustle and bustle is the way of life. But you have this one group of people who say, no, um, I prefer it to not be that way. I prefer myself to be out the way and and, and just do what I want to do. And then not just those who live on Lower Lower Wacker, you have those who 
live out in a, in a, in a forest, right? They got cabins and some of them live a better lifestyle than some of us in the city, right? They got log cabins, they got fire, they, you know, they, they can, they know how to manage a, a garden and things like that. They know how to take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, um, that's a sustenance lifestyle. You know, they, they know how to sustain themselves based on, you know, what's around them. And which, I mean, if you think about it, that's like getting right back to like the, the root of what, what we're actually capable of. And we actually with proper application you know what i'm saying preparation and application so um yeah we kind of like because we're all more or less uh indoctrinated and, and and motivated by something completely outside of what we would consider our own natural course and we've been doing it so long kind of trying to like maintain you know saying i guess collectively trying to maintain a society you still have those out there that are you know I'm saying a little bit more in tune with nature or just in tune with like living that life. Yeah. 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 Um, I definitely agree with that. You know, like the, was it like the, like you said, the basic foundations of, of, of living, like that's what we, we would normally do build cabins and around, around areas that we could grow vegetation and things like that. Man, we wouldn't have a society now if it wasn't for like the outdoor living. So, I mean, we're talking, you know what I'm saying? How, how many millennia of us actually just mastering the craft of actually surviving and then going into thriving. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine that man having to live 40, 30,000 years ago when Tyrannosaurus, well not Tyrannosaurus Rex, but when uh, the winds was whipping high, snow and rain, you couldn't tell what the weather was actually going to be unless you were in tune with nature to a certain degree consider this we don't even know we are we, we could be we we really just one fucking solar flare away from living like that again we are literally because everything right now that we depend on the things that we consider to be like our most prized uh accomplishments are really just that fragile we're talking uh electronics and and the internet and shit like that Dude, all it takes is like one uh, one what's it called electric electromagnetic pulse yeah, away EMP, yeah from all of that just putting us right back in the dark ages back that to or that or the tectonic plates shifting high enough to cause a tsunami that wipes out parts of different coasts right we've seen it happen um a couple times in the past what 10 15 years we've seen it happen so just imagine if one shifted and wiped out parts of canada and then one part wiped out parts of mexico where it was high enough to to come inland to florida or something like that well, Lake Michigan just rose up. You remember the East Coast blackout? It was like within the last 20 years or something like that. I think I, I, think I remember that. And uh, that lasted just long enough to really just start making my fuckers really start acting dumb. So we don't take long to really start like reverting back to our primal urges and shit like that. Uh, like if Yellowstone goes active, mm. goes active a little, nigga, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's done. You know what I'm saying? Shit. We're talking uh black the sky out. You black out the sky, shit gets cold. You know what I'm saying? Give us what 24, 48 hours, we start noticing a major dip in temperature, and there's really nothing we could do about stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. There's all types of catastrophic events that could dip us right back into what we would consider to be, you know what I'm saying, stone ages and shit. Yeah, dark ages. Yeah, primitive times or whatever they 
Same. Most of us are so used to having the conveniences of modern life kind of like sustain us that we probably would not have the, the the tools available to us to actually be able to survive. Meanwhile, you got those that live off the grid. They 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 fucking prepped for that. You know yeah. so what they call them? Doomsday preppers and shit. Yeah, they thrived off those. They thrived in those situations for a while. Like they don't use the internet. They don't use electricity on a major scale like that. So they would know exactly what to do. But if you can kind of like everything we 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 kind of like put effort into would probably be like you know what I'm saying useless. We put effort into skill sets that get us money. But then if we're not actually, you know what I'm saying, again, if we're not in STEM programs, science, technology, engineering, and math, we're useless to society yeah. in those at those levels. You know? At the end of it all and at the beginning of it all, nature is stronger than all the things that we have made. You know, it don't take, it, all it takes is occurrences of weather shifts to damage us and put, and put us back in, into, a, into a shitty situation that we are, we are not comfortable with. I remember, was it at one point, Japan... They had a, they uh, they built, they tried to build a earthquake proof roads or something like that, and yeah. then they had an earthquake that was like a seven or eight, and it just it rocked the the highways and byways and buildings fell and everything like that. And it was just kind of like the universe or the the planet just letting you know like you can't do anything to stop. Right, you're you're an unwilling participant in something greater than you. That's right here. It's just this is just another day in in, in history for for you know so the planet. Yeah, yeah. You are stuck between order and chaos, and it is mm-hmm. going to move along with 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 or without you. You you have no say in the order of chaos. You are just there to we're witness like, it. We're ant colonies. We're we're like an ant colony in the playground. Yeah, and the children are that chaos in that order. So if a motherfucking child is running, having its fun, and it just having to walk through the ants and kill the bulk of them, that's just part of the, you know what I'm saying, the natural order. People don't understand it, man. I don't think they really realize how feeble life is on this planet. Like, we, we hold money and cars and credit and all these things. So high standard as we should, I guess, because systematically that's what they pro- program, for, program people to believe, that these things matter more. But in the grand scheme of things, we are infinitesimal to it all. And I think we've said this before. Yeah, we're pretty insignificant. Like our significance, we're like, we like to talk about our accomplishments because it kind of gives us motivation and inspiration to do more. But in the grand scheme of things, like, hell, half the, half the accomplishments, we still debate whether or not it was even done in the way that we imagined it was done. You know what I'm saying? We don't even know like our true history. Everything is like based on storytelling and shit. So, I mean, that's not going to change in the next thousand years or so. It's not going to change in the next 10, 15 years. It's like his story is his story. That's what it is. It's, nice. it's what, you know what I'm saying? We kind of like live this life. And we, we, we thrive from past inspirations and shit. Yeah, it's, it's not the whole story. It's not the half story. It's his story. Like people are telling you what, they yeah. want you to believe because they won the war. Yeah. They won the war. So I think last time we were talking, we were speaking on the baby, uh, his incident. Um, mm-hmm. There's incidents with Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's incidents, and not just on the side of uh, hurting women, but just on entertainers in general, right? Right. 
we look at entertainers like they're to me in my opinion i think we look at entertainers like they're robots like we they're just here to amuse us and we forget that once they step off the stage or the courts or the fields or whatever they're people they're humans they will make mistakes they are not above anybody else right why do people blow i think i i think i know i think you know but what is the whole point of people blowing blowing things out of proportion when they see a guy have a car wreck or or you know he was caught smoking marijuana or snorting cocaine like this is not some everyday regular shit that happens every day people die from car wrecks every day not to say that we should dismiss these things but even in the smallest instances of a guy smoking weed getting like an entertainer getting smoking weed why do they blow so much smoke you, you think these are just all a distraction or you just think that people also a part of being a, a, a distraction you think that they're just basically saying you know uh, we look at you one way, we can build you up and we can break you down at the same time. I think we live in a, we live in a spectacle culture and it's, I don't even think it has anything thing to do with like a deeper meaning in terms of like uh, the quote unquote distraction of the people and blah, blah, blah. I think that right there is just, it's a, it, it can be used to help perpetuate that distraction. But I don't think that the, the telling of the news is actually the distraction itself is just a, a piece in that entire puzzle. So like, um, like I said, we live in a spectacle culture. We've, I think we've always had spectacle culture. That's why people have always kind of like uh, idealized the idea of celebrity. You know what I'm saying? So like if a, if a regular dude, like a dude on my job, if I, I can use one example now, it's a guy on my job, he got uh, drunk one night he misplaced his car because he forgot where the fuck he parked one night. Mm. He uh, thought his car was stolen. He was leaving the bar. He thought his car was stolen. He went walking around looking for his car, couldn't find his fucking car. He called the police because he thought his car was stolen. The police came. They knew he was intoxicated. They were like, you need us to give you a ride. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, nah, I'm fine. I only live down the street anyway. Um, I just want to, you know, I'm calling and let you guys know I can't find my car. Anyway, the police ended up letting him walk home or whatever. Uh, 10 minutes later, them saying police see him driving a car down the street right past them. They pull him over. Uh, as they're pulling him over, he's calling them saying, don't worry, I found my car. He's drunk as shit in his car. And he said he thought he lost, right? He ends up getting a DWI, DUI, end up uh, in the newspaper, the local paper, because of it. And everybody on the job finds out about this, and everybody shares the news. This is small-scale version of celebrity culture gone awry because everybody on the job knows this guy, and everybody wants to make sure that those who aren't aware become aware that this guy got caught drinking and driving spectacle culture you see what i'm saying if he would have just gotten home and no mishap and he came to work and said hey guys i went out to the bar last night got drunk and caught the cops and told him i lost my car it would sound like a cool story right but because yeah. he didn't have any control over the narrative he didn't have any control over the story that was told it became a spectacle for other people to be able to tell the story how they want to tell it despite how it's told in the paper absolutely you see what i'm saying it's the same thing with celebrities bro same thing with celebrities. Like what we think we know that Jim Jones and uh, Freddie Gibbs shit that just went down a couple of days ago. I don't know all the details, but like the little stuff that I was hearing about it. You know what what was it? What was it? Uh, they were at Prime 112 Steakhouse. 
uh, Jim Jones and his crew walked into the uh, restaurant and Freddie Gibbs and his crew were already there. And uh, I guess, you know, rappers talking that rapper shit, talking shit about each other, whatever. And Freddie must have said something slick about Jim at one point in time, maybe in the interview. Jim came in, he saw him, he wanted to address it right then and there. Everybody handles street shit different, I guess. I'm not sure I'm trying to fuck up my steak night uh, beef with a nigga like that. But maybe somebody told Jim that uh, Freddie was there and Jim wanted to go see him. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know. But they got to scrapping. They said that Jim put them hands on, on Freddie. And because Jim, a bulkier nigga than Freddie, like he got, like Freddie got them beats on him. I don't know. But it, again, because they semi-celebrity niggas, people started taking pictures of it and video of it and posting it on the internet and shit blew up and it became a spectacle. And you know, that was going to happen anyway. The moment you have that uh, cause and effect, that rea- yeah, and it becomes re- reaction. It becomes reactionary. That's going to happen. We live in the age of social media. People are going to take out phones. They are going to record you getting your ass beat. The, the regardless of who you are, world star motherfucker. Remember that you used to holler that out. It's a spectacle. It's, it's crazy how that works, man. You know, uh, t- to me, I think some of it is. I think some of it is they do build you up to 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 break you down later on because they need something to talk about. Like they've done it to to me and. There's so many instances of superstardom or, or fame where people have been put in those positions. They just come out of nowhere and then they're riding high. And next thing you know, you see them doing cocaine or you see them with a bunch of women. Some Sometimes people just want that feeling of notoriety. You know what I'm saying? Be it good or bad. They, that's why social media is such a, a, an addictive thing to young people, because young people watch other young people become, quote unquote, Internet famous. And they want that, too, because of their dopamine release. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, that spectacle is kind of like, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's magnetic. It kind of like, if I could think of a different, I mean, it's so many different examples of this, bro. All right, I'll say this. Like you said, the world star shit, right? There's this video that was, I kind of had to tell my brother not to even share this shit with me or share shit like this with me. Mm-hmm. All right. And this video had like, I don't know how many fucking millions of views, dude. These, uh, it was in Puerto Rico. And I wanted, I was gonna bring it up last week when we were talking, but we got off into so many other deeper subjects where these guys were sitting outside this uh body shop or whatever in Puerto Rico. There's probably about nine dudes sitting outside the body shop. It was at night, they having beers, you know what I'm saying, chilling. You got the surveillance camera up, you can hear the music playing inside the garage or whatever, and you could tell you could hear that, you know what I'm saying, the women in the inside talking, the guys on the outside talking. It's like pretty loud. And a couple guys leaned up against a truck that was parked outside. Some guys sitting in chairs and in this pickup truck. No, it wasn't even a pickup truck, like a four-door sedan come driving down the street and uh, just start letting off shots drive by. Like, boom, boom, just all kinds of chaos and shit. They went down the block and they lit the motherfucker up, dude. They hit down everybody sitting outside. Not, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was hit. Everybody was laying on the ground. Well, these motherfuckers stopped at the end of the block and walked back to make mm. sure this was dead. And when I say they walked back, they were, they were shooting as they came back. It was just like lighting up the inside of the place. I, and they might hit a few of the women, but you could hear the women just screaming and panicking. And one woman stepped out before they really started walking back and saw that her husband or whoever was on the ground and screaming and crying. And a couple of them niggas 
look, was seeing the fit, the footsteps coming towards him, tried to play dead. Wasn't gonna do him no good. They already hit, they laying on the ground and these niggas coming. They came and they emptied every fucking clip and these dudes on the ground, dog. And that tell you, the spectacle is the fact that that shit went viral. You know what I'm saying? We're talking hundreds of thousands to millions of views. The the demise of, of men. You know what I'm saying? Murder. People tuned murder. in to watch murder. Yeah, dude. It's like, uh, this, what's the name of that? It's like The Running Man. The movie The Running Man. Where, uh, or Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I'm saying? It's like the movies. It's like, what's, what's another movie? Uh, like Robocop. You know what I'm saying? I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we People, living in that shit. That's crazy, man. Living in, we living in a post-apocalyptic dream, bro. Like we, the only difference is, is there's no fucking, there's no nuclear, there's no nuclear holocaust looming over us. You know what I'm saying? We're not living under an eclipsed sun. Yeah. But we're definitely living in the day and age of that. This we're is not what, living in a, uh, under an eclipse sun yet because they say they out there fooling around doing shit. Yo, these motherfuckers seeding storms, dude. Yeah, saying they need to, they want to block out the sun to help bring the uh, temperature back to what it was at one point. You can't fool with nature, man. <laughs> these motherfuckers, why they? <laughs> hey, your your teapot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we will pause and be right back after these messages. 